you're ready to take your leadership to the next level, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Upsize Your Leadership, the podcast about tapping your full potential as a leader. Your host and guide is Dr. Mike Armour. Dr. Mike has personally coached over 600 executives and managers, many of them at the top of America's largest corporations. If it's time to upsize your leadership, here's the man to show you how, Dr. Mike Armour. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Upsize Your Leadership, the podcast about enhancing your leadership wherever you lead, whatever your role. I'm glad that you've joined us for today's program. In this episode, I want to share a conversation with you which I had last week with Bob McKinnon. To say that Bob has been a lifelong student of leadership and an ardent student at that would be a gross understatement. And he is particularly captivated by the challenge of leadership in small and medium-sized companies. Recently, I asked him to share his perspectives on how leaders in smaller companies can use the shutdown from the coronavirus to their advantage. As I expected, he had some very practical recommendations. Listen in as he joins me in this episode of Upsize Your Leadership. My guest today is a longtime friend, and when I say long time, I mean decades of a close friendship, Bob McKinnon, an experienced, mature business person who has been teaching sales management and leadership for four decades. In fact, his father was a management trainer before that, and it was sitting in his father's classes that I first got interested in doing this kind of thing myself. So our relationship goes way, way back. Uh, he was a California real estate broker for more than 40 years, owned and managed portions of five real estate companies, has been a franchiser, a corporate manager and director, was part of the team that developed the very first region of Century 21 in the early 70s. In fact, that was what he was involved with at the time he and I really got to be good friends. He was instrumental in that ma massive success story about that early growth and development of Century 21. For the last several years, Bob has been a consultant to leading companies, plus a personal development coach to highly effective sales teams and executive leaders. Bob is a certified member of the John Maxwell team and the Ogmandino Leadership Institute. And during this time, right now, Bob has spent most of his energy working with small businesses. Thousands of entrepreneurial real estate brokerages have had the benefit of his mentoring. And that was one of the reasons that I wanted you to be with us today, Bob, because of that expertise in small businesses and what they need to do in any circumstance to survive. But right now, we are recording this just about at the 24th day, I believe it is, of the national shutdown of the economy. And no one is hurting more than the smaller independent operators. As you're working with these smaller independent businesses right now, what are the largest leadership challenges that you're finding them uh, wrestling with? 
Well, working with small businesses so so many many years, they are it's a wonderful group of people. Uh, a small business entrepreneurial spirit is um, something to behold. Uh, they bring such passion and energy to their to their enterprise. Uh, they Emith uh, years ago described it as an entrepreneurial seizure. They woke up some day one morning saying, "I'm going to go into business for myself." And I'm telling you that group of people are just an amazing group of people today. Uh, in the middle of this this uh, shutdown of our economy, I think they're suffering from uh, exactly the same thing. There's a lot of confusion. Now, a small business person has not only got to manage themselves and their own attitude, but they've got to manage their employees and the people that are working for them. And uh, I think the number one need is for them to stay resilient and strong to their mission. Uh, this will pass, and we all we're, we're over saying that today. But um, the truth is, it will pass, and I think their optimism toward the I think in the next ninety days, actually, Mike, I think we will see a resurgence of the stock market and the real estate market, and and people getting out. Can't you just imagine? It's going to be like a whole bunch of bears walking out of their cave. A yawning and hibernating said, I'm hungry. Uh, so I think remaining very optimistic. Uh, I think everything's going to bounce back very, very quickly. So, um, you know, my father, you mentioned my dad, uh, he was a, a rock solid guy. And one of the things I learned from him is when, when things are uncertain, you sell certainty. Mm -hmm. You behave certain, certainly. Um, you know, people are watching us in our small business leadership roles. And what they don't want to see is somebody frozen in, in, in ranks. They don't want to see somebody uh, frightened to death and, and, and focused on, oh, my God, the, the sky's falling. I think they want to see. I am certain that this thing is going to be over soon. And we're going to come back in, in, in absolute uh, amazing strength. I am certain that life continues to go on for everybody out there and people are going to need to, to eat and to buy houses and to sell houses. I'm certain in the, in the spirit of this country, uh, there's just so much to be certain about. So I think the number one thing we've got to do is, uh, is, is kind of give ourselves these pep talks. There's a lot to be certain about. I want to be strong. I want to be focused. I want to. I want to be a person that if you get around me, you're going to be uplifted. There you go. And as you were talking about that need to model certainty as the leader, uh, I think that is so very important because when things are uncertain, are unsettling, are disrupted, the first thing people do is to look to the leader to see how he or she is reacting. And if that person is reacting with anxiety, it simply accelerates the, the rate at which anxiety builds oh within the organization. If that person is realistic about the threat, but says, as you've been saying, we're gonna get beyond this and I'm going to work uh, right now, doing some things to have us ready to make the exit uh, successfully from this uh, momentary 
setback, then people take courage from that. Which then brings me to something else I want to ask you about. One of the things I learned years ago about anxiety is that one of the best ways to minimize it is to get active. That's why people pace when they're nervous. Just the movement works off some of the anxiety. So right now, while we're in a lull and leaders in small businesses have time on their hands, what are some productive things they can be doing with this time to really position themselves to, to come out of it really with all burners going because they've refined some things, they've redefined some things, they, they've done some resets on some things, they've used this time constructively and in the process of doing that have let, helped their own anxiety uh, recede. What, what are you seeing? I would suggest two things. Number one, there's infrastructure in all of our companies and jobs. There's stuff that, there's databases, there's uh, sales presentations, there's, um, there's, there's infrastructure and things that we all do every day. What a great time to refresh that infrastructure. There, you know, uh, I've, I've often used uh, the old start, stop, continue. You know, what am I doing? that uh, is working and that I should continue doing? What are some things that are just not working and I should stop doing them? Um, you know, start, stop, continue would be a, probably a pretty good exercise to do right now. Um, just to say, um, there's four or five things I've been thinking about starting for the last, I don't know, two, three years. Mm -hmm. Well, what a great time. Start, stop, and continue. Now the ones that are that are working for me, I want to I want to double down on it right now. If I know certain things in my business or in my team it are working, then I want to make sure my people know that there are four things, guys, that are working. Let's just push the pedal to the metal and keep that up. You know, this just isn't working. Everybody stop as of today. You know, the the neat thing about small businesses is leadership is very exposed. I can be the president or director of a large corporation and stay in the boardroom or my office and you probably wouldn't even miss me. Um, small business leadership, and I would suggest all leadership, needs to be very exposed to people. So the second thing I would say, other than working on infrastructure and improving it, would be to engage, 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 engage. Uh, be seen, uh, be heard, uh, be available. Uh, I have in my to-do list right now during this time, I've kind of compartmentalized my day and I'm, I'm using, I, I, I use a, an old fashioned thing, uh, it's called a power hour. Uh, and it, it, I, I literally might have on my desk a, a great big tall hour sand glass. And I say, for the next hour, I'm going to call. I've got a list here of 20 people. And I'm going to get on the phone and I'm using the power hour. And I'm saying, I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to answer a phone, check email. I'm going to focus for one hour. Here's what I'm finding though these phone conversations right now are long. Uh, they're not short. I mean, you know, you just can't say, hello, how you doing? Hey, here's a couple of tips for you. I mean, we're talking about a lot of stuff, which tells me 
people are wanting to talk. Yes. They're wanting to hook up and engage with somebody. They're wanting to be heard. They're wanting to express their their fears and doubts. So I I was looking at my power hour yesterday and I said, okay, an hour's up. I talked to two people. <laughs> I'm going, wow, I've got 18 more to go. <laughs> but the truth was, um, I think right now, stepping outside of yourself and, and being seen and being heard and being available is so, so critical. People need it. They love it. They want it. They'll remember it. And it will set you apart. Um, I coach a lot of real estate companies. These are small companies with um, sometimes 8, 9, 10, sometimes 150 agents. And the number one thing is, boy, you can't go dark and quiet right now. No, 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 no. You cannot go dark and quiet. Uh, I, I think we're all a little sick of COVID-19 updates. I, I don't need any more of those. But I don't need one more of those. <laughs> Uh, what I need, I guess, is somebody to, to ask me how I'm doing, somebody to say, hey, you know, if here's a suggestion for today. I'm kind of recommending this engagement. It literally get down to spoon feeding. They're so detailed to say, you know, I, I was just thinking about you, Mike, and here's one thing. I bet you that there's some people you have worked with in the last uh, six months that you need to call. So I'm going to ask you to call those six people today. Now that's just spoon feeding. Right. But the truth is, if that person called those six people today, I think everybody's going to be served by that. So uh, work on the infrastructure, improve the infrastructure, and engage, engage, engage. There you go. One other thing that, you know, I'm suggesting to my clients is that as we come out of this and there are a lot of people going to be competing for business, there's going to be, yeah. the competition is going to be as intense as it has ever been because people are trying to make up for lost, lost revenue. What is that unique message you want your advertising and your marketing to be communicating that sets you apart now more than ever? We always talk about the importance of businesses having their unique selling proposition. But I think one of the things that this time could be used for is to get that really sharp and focused on the kinds of questions you think people are going to be asking as they come out of this uh, unprecedented law. Whatever your unfair competitive advantage is, and we all should have one, something that sets us apart so distinctly in our marketplace, it is unfair. You, you can't compete with me there. That is something in my business and as I work with uh, Exit Realty, they have one particular thing about that company that is so amazing. Um, well, let me just give you an advantage, uh, example of it. Um, this is a real estate company that, that pays residuals for helping people join the company. Now, we've got people that have 30, 40, 50 people they've invited in the company, and they're, they are maintaining their income, not because of their real estate sales, but because of their residual income of helping build the company. Now, 
whatever your unfair competitive is. So what am I going to talk about when I come out of this? Is look how this worked. This 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 really worked, and it's it, it what a great market for this to be in. Whatever my product or service or you know uh, what I do that works worked all the way through this downtime. So I'm going to be reinforcing that you know we that this is what we do and it worked, and um, it's a very simple message, and I think it's one. It's just doubling down on your strength, whatever your whatever your major strength is. Double down on it, and uh, I'm also uh, I'm aware that uh, we we have pretty short attention spans and we have short memories. We'll get through this, and and people will actually forget about most of it. Well, I'm going to remind them how I continued uh, even in the bad times to be. So I think that um, I think the root, the reality of whatever my personal strength is, I'm going to remind my people that it was helpful during this time. It will be even more helpful now. There you go. Let us uh, wrap up by letting you say something about your podcast. Appreciate you joining me for Upsize Your Leadership, but uh, uh, you've got a, a really a fine leadership podcast just say a word about it we may have some listeners who'd like to uh, follow that well real leadership real leadership is and is entitled because it's designed basically for real estate people but you know we real estate people are small business people so if you're someone's out there saying i'd like to listen to some people most of the people that i i talk to are people who are thought leaders. Uh, for example, you, Dr. Mike, have been a contributor. But some of the thought leaders of our industry telling us what trends are, where we're going, and so it's called Real Leadership. You can find it at realleadershippodcast.com. And you can go there and see a list of all of the episodes. You might start with Mike's, it was a good one. But what I'm looking for are people who are thought leaders in sales industries, industries where there's a lot of independent contractors, because that's very, very unique. I think one of the core competencies of being a small to, to define your vision so well, uh, you know, and the guys that I, the guys and gals that I see that do so well in this business, they are so excited. They just can like little kids. They just can't sit still. I'm so excited about what I'm doing and building and how I'm doing it. And that vision casting then, see, that's a game of catch. I cast the vision. Somebody has to catch it. And when people catch that vision and connect to you, now all of a sudden I've gone from me to you to us. And, uh, Small business leadership is so exposed, it's so flexible, so nimble. And so those are the kind of things we talk about in uh, the podcast, try to find people who are doing it. I have another podcast called um, Leaders Path, which is more specific. It's people who are, who've actually done it. I started one day by myself and now I've got a hundred people. So um, yeah, we'd love to have you. And if you know people who would like to, would be a great prospect to be a thought leader and I've got a good idea, please let me know and I'd be happy to do it. 
I'm pretty nimble. <laughs> that you are. That you are. And I appreciate so much your being with me today, Bob. This has uh, been very insightful. A lot of very practical suggestions, which you're a master of. And uh, we are going to come out just doing superbly on the other side. Having faith in that and faith in ourselves, the, the number one thing is not to lose confidence in ourselves in the middle of this, because the people who come out of this with confidence, self-confidence still intact, are going to be able to grab an economy that, as you say, is taking off like it has rockets underneath. Right. And uh, so we need to get ready. Thank right. you, my friend. Certainly welcome, Dr. Mike. I appreciate you very much. Okay. We'll talk at you again later. Thanks again for joining us on Upsize Your Leadership. If you've not subscribed to the podcast yet, why not do so today? And recommend it to your colleagues, associates, and friends on social networks. I look forward to our next visit. Until then, find some way every day to upsize your leadership. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.